mega level. Oh, mega level. No other being has ever had the might, nay, the nobility. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Omega Level. I am your gracious host, Nick, and right next to me is, is Papa Steve. Is Papa <laughs> Steve, as he is wont to be called. That's why I've been gone for like the last two months. <laughs> yep, old Stephen had a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I gave her away already. <laughs> <laughs> Has a little daughter, and he made some other family very happy by giving her away. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. tiny dick actually got someone pregnant. I see. I still don't believe that. I believe that <laughs> she was artificially inseminated. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't believe that you got her pregnant. I mean... Yeah, was, I got some tweezers and like <laughs> just went to town. <laughs> I can get in there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's more than enough. Oh man, dude. Yeah. So uh, Stephen had a daughter recently, so he's been gone for the podcast for a while. You know, doing the new parent thing as you got to do. It's terrifying. Yeah, I'm sure well, it is. She's still not home yet, but yeah, she's um in a what like um she got some poop breath. <laughs> some poop breath. <laughs> she breathed in some poop. What what is that called? Some poop. Yeah, some poop. Meconium. No, not that. Like, she's in care, but she's in, oh, like... Oh, the NICU? Something spe- yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah thank the you. the Newborn Intensive Care Unit. Yeah, that's what it's called. About to say, there's a specific she's name. She's, like, the biggest baby in there. Is she really? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's, like, the only one I think that's not a preemie. <laughs> <laughs> she just decided, you know, eat some shit. Yeah. She's like, man, I'm, I mean, I'm hungry, so... This kid's gonna hate me. I'm just yeah. gonna call her poop breath for the rest of her life. Oh Anytime she gets smart. <laughs> that is actually her legal middle name now. Poop breath. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Anyone that's interested, it's Kyrie Taliamaro. Yeah, dude. He Social security number. <laughs> <laughs> he did right by his daughter, dude. Ka- Kyrie Talia is a badass fucking name. The Morrow part I could deal without, but the first <laughs> and the middle name are awesome. Well, you know, everyone at the hospital still just calls her Kinder because uh, the mom is the only one that matters at the hospital. Kinder? Yeah, that's her last name. Marion Kinder. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, did you both give her a different first name? I don't no. understand how this it's works. Just, yeah, anytime you go in there, it's like Baby Kinder because, you know, the dad's non-existent because they're just <laughs> optional. I get it. Sometimes they don't show up, but like, <laughs> I have been offended with how much paperwork Marion shows up. It's like, all right, we just need your signature acknowledging that you want to be dad. I'm like, oh, cool. I get to, I get to allow to be on the birth certificate. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I get some people are shitty, but I'm fucking right here. Yeah. It's also she had to sign acknowledging that she wants me on there too. I'm like, oh, cool. It's not just the fact that I'm a like I want to be. She has to acknowledge that it's okay for me to be on there. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like I'm offended. That's kind of fucked up. I didn't know it was like that. I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was here nine months ago, and I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone says. Like, come on, man. You did like 15 minutes of work. I was like, you're being generous. It was like two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now you have 18 more years of work, at least in the home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You have a lifetime of work left. Until I go to the cigarette store. <laughs> Until I decide to pick up smoking. You should never come back. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> what is that from? That's every child's life. Yeah, but that's like a, a like a prominent joke. Every in other something. child's life, and like Family Guy or some shit like that. Some kind of prominent <laughs> it's joke. It's usually like oh, I'm just gonna go pick up some milk. Yeah, just milk and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
leave five minutes later. I want to know how many smoke. people use that exact excuse before <laughs> that, like, that become like the joke and standard. Right? Yeah, I like to get cigarettes. So, so one dad just told every other dad that just hated their kid and wife is like, just tell them you're gonna go pick up some milk and just don't <laughs> come back. <laughs> That's what I, I've done that three times. Well, why are you taking a suitcase with you? Um, milk heavy. <laughs> <laughs> we are sold out in the entire county. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it's a dry spell for milk. I got to go all around and get a bunch of milk. You'll <laughs> be able to carry it. Oh fuck, man! But holy um, shit! Yeah, she's getting a lot better. That's good. Yeah, she's got her pick line removed. She's a little chunky, junky because they keep trying to fucking like wean her off the fentanyl that they gave her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they moved that down to like morphine. And now it's down to methadone. Everyone should be starting off with fentanyl when they first. So were when born. I first saw that being like on her drip feed, I was like, God damn, a baby can take that. I've yeah, seen like real. how much it takes to overdose. I thought it was like six grains. You're giving her like a fourth of a single grain. <laughs> also, can I get some of that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, my daughter and I do everything together. <laughs> just give me your pick line for just one second. <laughs> They're going to walk in the room and you're trading off. I'm like, this is why you only got to sign the papers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she was cranky as shit yesterday. What was she? She took a massive poop in my arms. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she likes you. So, I mean, I've changed like a few diapers now, but this is the first time like when I was holding her, I was like actually starting to like gag a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh, the smell's hitting me. <laughs> I love you, but you're fucking nasty. <laughs> it was funny because I was like, God, you are a gross, Kyrie. And then she started crying. <laughs> it's like you hurt her feelings. I'm like, I guess I did. Get used to it. Got 18 more years. Yeah, I was about to say, get used to 18 years of this bullshit. You can already tell her she's my kid. She's, she just looks mad as hell half the time. <laughs> and poops everywhere. <laughs> and poops Sounds everywhere. just like you. Uh Oh, man, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the show here. I'm sure no one really gives a fuck about your daughter. I All know. Right. I'm already doing the typical dad thing. Yeah, <laughs> and believe me, I don't care. So <laughs> moving right along. So recently, uh, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix uh, debuted at the Venice Film Festival. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know, Venice is like one of the more prestigious film festivals. It's also where, uh, uh, no, never mind. That's not where the Vatican is. I'm ignorant. Nope. <laughs> uh, Venice is in Italy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Vatican is not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Venice is a huge, huge film festival. And Joker movie debuted there and got an eight-minute standing ovation when it ended. Mm-hmm. Now, to put this in a bit of context, every fucking year... At Joaquin Phoenix got an eight-minute standing ovation. Every <laughs> year at multiple film festivals, there's at least one movie, if not several, that get these massive standing ovations. And they usually win the major like motion yeah. picture, right? Well, no, they don't always like win like the Oscar winner, but they're usually like critically very lauded movies. So I'm saying like, yeah, this is great for the Joker, but it's not like no one's ever done this before. This happens all the time. But the way that this is followed up with and is made pretty cool is that it went on to win the Golden Lion at Venice, which is the prize you get for the best film in competition. So it essentially won Best Picture at Venice Film Festival. I mean, I would assume so. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. The Joker movie. Of all movies. By Which Todd Phillips, because the like guy that directed the fucking Hangover trilogy, that dude who I thought was a talentless oh fuck, really? directed this movie. It's funny because like I thought a few months ago I heard that like the screenplay was like just a jumbled like mess. I wouldn't surprise me. He's apparently hev- well, apparently it, this movie is heavily influenced by The King of Comedy. Which, if anyone hasn't seen that, it's a movie by Martin Scorsese with Robert De Niro in it, who's also in this. Who's Scorsese? Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> who's that guy? 
Uh, he did a couple movies with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think anything else other really important. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a movie by uh, by Scorsese, uh, Marty Scorsese from 80, 1983, and it's about a stand-up comedian who wants to be on this other comedian show, like an aspiring stand-up comedian, which is Robert De Niro's character. His name is Rupert Pupkin, which is like... Which is funny because he's the host in this... And he's the host. Like, Rupert Pupkin is, like, a decently well-known name, and some people may not know where they know it from, and it's from that fucking movie. Like, it's a very cult movie. But he wants to be on this show, and and he can't get on it because he's a fucking awful comedian, so he fucking kidnaps the guy (laughs) that runs the show, which is Jerry Lewis, the actual stand-up comedian. And he kidnaps him in order to try to strong-arm them into letting him be on the show. That's the role De Niro plays. And in this movie, in Joker, he plays the guy with the show. Yeah. So he literally is playing the opposite role now in a movie inspired by a movie he has already done. Yeah, I've never seen The Comedian, but I did see people pointing that out. The King of Comedy. That yeah. movie is fucking amazing, dude. It's an incredible movie. Yeah, I heard Joaquin Phoenix lost 50 pounds for this movie. Yeah, he also he said... He also studied uh, chronic laughter. Yeah. I think it was chronic laughter. I think that's what it's called. Where someone just can't Where stop laughing. you just can't laughing. stop laughing, yeah. yeah. Chronic hysteria or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, also said that, like, um, I mean, for people that has ever read about this stuff, they would know about, like, w- uh, extreme weight loss. It makes you go kind of crazy. Yeah. It literally makes you hallucinate and feel weird and different. So he felt like that from what he said. like Christian Bell's still a massive dick from... Uh... <laughs> yeah, from The Machinist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So uh, supposedly, Walking Phoenix was, like, feeling that way throughout most of filming. Granted, this is the Joker role, and I saw someone on uh, a social media site the other day. I can't remember where it was or who said it. But they said something about it always seems like whenever the role of the Joker comes out, there's always some craziness behind it. So it almost seems like it's like Warner Brothers PR hype. Oh, yeah. Right. But I mean, at the same time, you got to look at the role of the Joker and who's played the Joker. Right. So not counting the 1960s like TV show, you had Jack Nicholson, who's like a fucking genius actor and a pretty well known like method actor as well. Right. And then you move on to Heath Ledger who's a great actor and a method actor, and then Jared Leto, who's a great actor and a method actor, and now Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor and a method actor. They need to stop getting these fucking method actors to play this psychotic fucking character because they're <laughs> driving themselves crazy doing this shit. It's fucking ridiculous. Too bad Jared Leto didn't study, like, I don't know, better psychopaths or something. I thought Leto was good as the Joker if you look at the Joker as, like, a, just a completely different incarnation. It's not going to be as good as Nicholson I'm never going to entirely blame him because I've seen him in good movies. That movie I think was he's just not good. What, Suicide Squad? Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. I love that movie. I think it's amazing. You're like one well, of five. Amazing. I think it's a very good movie. It felt all over the place, man. It felt like it had different tones throughout it, too. At times, and that's the fucking studio's fault, because they made them yes. go back and do reshoots and change the tone to make it like funnier, but they made it more lighthearted funny. It was already funny, but it was darkly funny, which is how Suicide Squad should be. Mm-hmm. It's a very dark comic. It doesn't need to be lighthearted and funny. It can be darkly funny. I just thought the plot was kind of crap, too. I liked it, man. I liked the plot and the fact that it was all an end job, and like in the end, they were really just trying to save Amanda Waller, the person that the fucking put them all in this position. Oh, like yeah, that. but I'm just saying, like, you have plenty of other experienced heroes to take on this shit. And I know they were supposed to be trying to keep it under wraps and stuff, but, like, you chose, like, some of the worst people to do so. Did like, you you are some a... really underpowered people to take on, like, Enchantress. You were a fucking bitch. <laughs> okay. You know that? You're going to continue to say that later on. Yeah, I'm going to say it a lot this fucking episode, a little piece of garbage. But anyways, yeah, so Joker's getting, like, amazing critical reviews. Granted, critical reviews could mean uh, absolutely mean less than fucking nothing. Like, oh, yeah, especially to fuck? us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they shouldn't mean shit to literally anybody. Like, 
they're not even a good barometer anymore to gauge your interest level in a movie like they used to be. Because now everybody just wants to be different or they want their yeah, voice yeah, to be heard. Exactly. So they want to say the most extreme thing or the most eye-catching thing. So that way they can be known as a critic. Exactly. It's, it's like, like man, you're going to catch anyone's attention. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how you get that as a job, though. I guess just be loud enough. Most of the time, be loud enough and you just do it for long enough. Yeah. You you eventually get that one review where a lot of people happen to agree with you. and like, oh, this guy's fucking right. And then now everyone knows you. <laughs> And that's pretty much how that shit goes. I mean, I don't know. They're obviously not always representative of, like, the general public's view on anything either. They rarely ever are, to be oh, honest. Yeah. The same thing with, like, Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes. Like, they're rarely ever. Metacritic more so than most of them. Because it actually collects But everything. it actually collects, yeah, yeah, it collects everything. But it's still... Rotten Tomatoes shit. Renek Metacritic still lumps in, I believe, right? Lumps in the critical with the audience for the same score? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's still inaccurate as fuck. I don't know. I don't really go to There's any There's no way for sites. an accurate rating of anything that's this subjective. It's impossible. I don't look at review sites, so I don't you would obviously know more about this than I, I don't do. Look you go to freaking like what Oscar Buzz and stuff like that too. That's not a review site. That's I know, like, but a group still, I'm part you of. still get people's like opinions on there. There's still forums where people discuss. Right? Yeah, stuff. I get I get people's individual opinions that aren't critics, but and you usually get like set aflame by most of the things that you see. The only time I hear you and Josh talk about Oscar Buzz is when someone pisses you off. <laughs> yeah, I mean because they a lot of people in that group have viewpoints that are very very opposed to mine when it comes to film. I'm not. Yeah, and they act like what they say is. It's gospel sometimes. Yes, yeah, yes. I fucking hate that shit, man. It's all an opinion. It's all subjective. But also, like, I'm not very um, staunch or pompous, and I, these are very negative words. And I don't mean wow. these about these people in this in this way necessarily. But at times, their opinions do come off as these elitist kind of opinions, where it's like, oh, but that was a comic book movie. That could not be as good as like The Godfather. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. That could be as good as The Godfather to somebody else. Wow. Just because it's not to you. You just come off as very pompous. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate that that elitist mentality. And sometimes people no, will get that shit and it annoys me. But that group is very like informative and knowledgeable. There's a ton of people that work in the industry are in that group. I think that's why Josh has said that's why he usually still follows it. With all the news and <laughs> yes. tidbits and shit. Yeah, dude. Like Anything almost that I see breaking from anywhere, I hear from there first. And usually like... Days to weeks ahead of time. Like, all the scandals and shit when they were coming out, they were talked about weeks in advance in this group before they were ever talked about in public. Nice. Because people are in the industry in this group. I hope they find your IP address and block you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, the Durkin movie getting really good notices, really good reception so far. That's the, awesome. I mean, the trailers are out of this world. The newest trailer, like the final actual full two and a half minute trailer, blew me the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Blew me away, dude. Yeah, he gave me chills at times, especially yeah. when he sees the one guy just driving by with the mask, and he just looks so proud. Mm-hmm. I was very hyped for his performance. I like when he got punched by uh, Thomas Wayne. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I've been very hyped for his performance, but I haven't been very hyped for the movie in general. Just from the trailers, it does seem like, I don't know, the pacing might be weird. I mean, I'm hyped for the movie in general but still, now. though, whoever edited the trailer, just, they deserve an award. Yeah, <laughs> that, that company that did that is fantastic. I still love him, like, just jumping down the stairs. Like oh, yeah, yeah, like, like, like hopping, that, skipping out. down. Yeah. Dude, I love, love, love. I really hate that they, they potentially ruined the end of the movie in the fucking trailer. When he looks at Robert De Niro and he's like, oh, when you introduce me, call me Joker. There's no fucking way that's not the tail end of the movie. I don't know. That has to be not. towards the end. I hope it's halfway through the movie and it's his imagination. <laughs> I don't think that's how it'll be. No, I'm saying, like, I hope that scene is him imagining what it's going to be like. Oh, and that's not the actual end of the fucking movie they just showed you in the trailer. That would really annoy me. Who knows? I mean, a lot of trailers show things that are like close to the end now. There was some other movie I just saw recently with Josh, yeah. and he was like, uh, he was like, they showed the fucking end of the movie in the trailer. I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, the literal last shot of the movie is in the fucking trailer. 
Maybe it was my cousin Corey, but I'm pretty sure it was Josh. Yeah, yeah, some, Josh some movie. Said it. I don't remember yeah. what it was. Though. Some movie had literally the final shot of the movie is in the trailer. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. It part two kind of somewhat did that with like them looking in the window and seeing like their yeah very true reflections. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, let's move on from Joker. But yeah, I'm very uh, I'm very excited about the movie now. More so about I'm more so excited for the overall film than I have been. I've always been insanely insane ex- insanely that's excited and insane at the same time. <laughs> insanely excited for uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance because that dude's a fucking mastermind, one of the greatest actors of his generation, possibly of all time. I mean, I think he is, and my opinion's a fact. So everybody. He's not Michael it's Shannon. True. Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were saying Michael Strahan for a second. I was like, the football player talk show host? What the fuck? <laughs> Michael Shannon's amazing. Like, do you really think he's that good? I, I think he's awesome, but I don't think he's watching Every time I Phoenix. see him as something, like, he's usually one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Like, I mean, the guy's Stoner amazing. Jesus. Dude, like, and fucking, um, <laughs> the before, not before did he kill that. Honestly, like, I decided this when I was watching him in, like, um, oh God, The Shape of Water. Oh, he's so good in that. Yeah. And obviously, like, he was a pretty good Zod. Say what you will I about that was, movie. Yeah, he's a good Zod. Yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. I still like that movie, but I understand that's that's I one of the movies do. that I do understand a lot of the criticism for. I've watched it five times, so yeah, I, I see. And gain more criticize. Uh, I criticize it more every time. Mostly the just because like in is the, in, awful in that oh, movie, dude. Absolutely, it's more so evident when you more times you watch it. Like, oh my god, dude, we get it. Mountain Dew, like, come on, let's my calm down. My favorite shot is when she goes into his little fortress or whatever, and she puts her camera there and just focuses on Cannon. Nokia <laughs> or uh, Nokia, yeah, for like fucking ten seconds. Oh, when she's climbing up yeah. the thing, yeah, Nokia, we fucking get it, bro. You needed money, <laughs> like we understand. So not necessarily as bad as like some of the Transformers, especially when say, that dude, Budweiser, Mountain Dew, that Bud Light truck. I think that got that destroyed. turns into Transformer. Oh, there's a Bud Light truck that turns into a Transformer? I was just asking. I don't know. I, know I in, haven't in, seen it, in, so... In the second one, there's a mountain... There's multiple... Uh, they go, like, they're on a mall or a food court or something. Shit's getting destroyed. And in the midst of all this destruction, there are all these vending machines you can see, and the plainest day is Mountain Dew, and it turns into a Transformer. And I was like, oh, my God, how much <laughs> money did you did they give you for that shit? I just remember a Bud Light truck, like, getting destroyed, and, like, the entire screen is filled with Bud Light bottles. <laughs> Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Transformer sponsored by Bud Light. and American flags everywhere. Yeah, very true. But also, um, well, never mind. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we have a little more information about the Obi-Wan series that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It is going to be set eight years after Revenge of the Sith. So it's not going to be based in like the time frame of right before A New Hope. It's yeah, going to be yeah. quite a bit before. Thank God. There's like what? How many years between those two movies? Like twenty, forty years? Well, I mean, Luke was like twenty something. Between three and that one, Luke was just born and sent there. And when A New Hope starts off, I think we're supposed to believe he's a late teen, but he looks twenty to me. So like at least twenty years. Okay. But anyway, so it's set the first uh, eight years after Revenge, or set eight years after Revenge of the Sith. To me, this time frame seems pretty close to when the movie Solo happened, which means that Darth Maul is. Run. If you haven't seen well, Solo, I just spoiled that shit for you. But Darth Maul was <laughs> running around with um, the that group that he was with, uh, Crimson Dawn. So there's potential that he can make appearance in that show. But what I don't like about the Obi-Wan series, and what I've never liked about the potential idea for an Obi-Wan so- show He's or a movie. He's supposed to be Ben. He's supposed to be a hermit. Well, no, that. And there is so much already canon content of what he does during those two movies. There was a, a series called fucking... Uh, or in the Star Wars, 
actual comic book series that's canon, like the newest one, they go back to that time frame at points. There's an Obi-Wan mini that I believe covers when he's older. And then you have the Clone Wars TV show, and then you have the... Uh, Clone Wars is in between two and three. True, though. true. No, what's the other one called? Um, Rebels. Rebels. And I don't remember if Rebels covers his time frame or not. I can't remember if he's in it, but Maul is in it. I think he is in it, but... I don't know. I haven't seen I think Rebels, he's older Maul when he's is in it. absolutely yeah, in Maul it. Yeah, Maul is definitely in it. Maul's like finite death is in that. Oh, really? When he's finally, okay. finally killed. That's one of them like uh, him forcing that kid to like activate the Sith artifact. Mm-hmm, yeah. But so like th- there's just an and through all these other shows and comics like things have been talked about of like what he does during that time. So there's just I don't know how much of this can be like the really new and exciting. Keep squeezing as much stuff in between like all the cracks that aren't filled as much as right. they can. Uh, and another thing that annoys me a little bit about this is like yeah, so like an Obi Wan thing, but it's a character everyone knows. We already know a lot about him. Why couldn't this be an opportunity to do something with a different character? Like why can't we because get like people wanted more Ewan McGregor? True, and I want that too. But why can't we get like a Doctor Aphra TV show? Who's a character who's only True. been in the comics when there's a ton to explore. You don't know who Dr. Aphra is? No. She's the best new character that's been created since Disney has owned Star Wars. What about Ahsoka? Oh, I'm sorry. Best new character that's not named Rey. My bad. Uh, She is an apprentice for... Not an apprentice. She works for Darth Vader. She's essentially the evil Han Solo. She's an archaeologist. And she kind of does things that make you seem make it seem like maybe she's kind of good-hearted at points, but then she immediately turns around and fucks everything over that she had just done because she legit only cares about herself. Like she even tries to fuck over Darth Vader multiple times. Like she is very, very, very ballsy, and she's just like a normal person, but she's like really intelligent. And then this archaeologist is obsessed with like obsessed with like artifacts and shit. And she has these two droids that are with her that are these fucking mass serial killer like insane droids. Like HK forty seven. Like that, those were HK forty seven was one hundred percent inspired by her droids, hundred percent. What? And her droids were okay. Are way when did she that. come out? Huh? When did she come out? What do you mean? When did she come out? Like when? When Disney bought Marvel, but she's alive when Vader's alive. Okay, HK forty seven was in Knights of the Old Republic. That's not fucking canon anymore. I know, but you're saying like he was based off of these newer characters. Do what? I, his personality in fucking Solo is so. That's K two S O. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That that droid's personality is so fucking close to Dr. This was Revan's like assassination droid. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the movie Solo. That droid's personality is so close. It's so similar to Dr. Aphra's, one of her droids, even, but hers is like way more evil. Oh, okay. That, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, that one is similar to this. K2 is just a snarky dick. Yeah, and that's what hers is, a snarky dick, but it wants to murder people. Like, all the time it asks her that, all the time, like, can I kill it? That's how HK was, yeah. Yeah. It just calls people, like, flesh bags or whatever. I don't remember. Just the same. Dude, maybe her droid is that same droid. Because it says that same shit. Really? Yeah. How's it look? Can you pull up a picture? It's, like, taller and black. Okay, so this one was, like, bronze or copper, like, plated. I think it's black. I can't remember. We'll look after this. I don't want to take time to do that. All right. But anyways, um, I don't know. I'm excited because Ewan Ewan McGregor's back, and... I don't think that they're going to get it wrong, but I just think there's potential that it could be a bit lackluster. And that's my concern. It's like, what really can happen? They can't do anything really super major, you know what I mean? Like, they can't do anything that will alter what's supposed to happen in the coming time because this show is set in between a period of time where the, the past is set in stone and the future is set in stone. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I do, but... There's still, like, plenty of time, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, they could pull a Rogue One on this, which was fantastic, and it didn't seem like they'd be able to do something, like, that great. You know what I mean? Like, they got a brilliant story off of, like, one line of dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, people hate on Solo and Rogue One, but so far, and people think I'm crazy, but those are my favorite ones of the new movies. 
Like more than seven and eight? Yes. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. <laughs> you're a fuck. You're a bitch, dude. You're a you're the one bitch. that said Ray is the best new character. Ray, she is, is a Mary Sue. Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Depending how episode nine turns out, Ray is potentially the greatest character in the history of the Star Wars canon. Mm, I don't think her droid uh, looks like that. Given on how nine ends, they can make up for her piss poor development in seven and eight. The fuck do you mean piss poor development? She's the most. She has had she no challenges thrown in her way. What she the fuck? Those entire movies are nothing but challenges for. Oh my what god! What the fuck no, are you even talking about? True. What? Seven is an entire. The Force Awakens is nothing but a challenge for her because she doesn't know what the fuck is going on or what she's doing. She's thrust into this she whole new world effortlessly and because of how fucking force sensitive she is. She literally taught herself how to use the fucking mind control trick without have ever knowing that it existed. Taught herself how to fight with a lightsaber in the middle of a battle without ever knowing how to do it. Which is ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. It shows how force fucking powerful she is. Because if it all comes around in nine, like I'm expecting it to, and she is a creation, she is potentially. I accept this. She is the potential. Also, explain why she's an emotionless like bag. She is not emotionless. What the fuck do you mean? I don't know. I'm not impressed with anything that she's You just done. hate fucking women. You need to get over that, that shit, bro. That is not true. You, need to get, you, have, a, you have a daughter now and a girlfriend. You got to get over that shit, bro. Stop being a fucking sexist. Oh, my God. If it was fucking Finn instead of her thought the whole thing, you'd be I like, this is the greatest character they have ever created. Who? You said Finn? Finn. If it was Finn or Poe, you'd be like, this is the best character. Of, he's so fucking powerful. and like, dude, it doesn't make any sense. Like, It makes total sense because he's so strong. That is not true. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> I just like giving Steven's shit. He's really not that much of a sexist, just a little bit. Dude, Cora is like one of my favorite characters in fiction, and she's a girl that had like the greatest character development throughout First four of, seasons. First of all, is a fucking child show. Let's talk about something real. <laughs> you dismiss me, I'll dismiss you. <laughs> now we really are done. Uh, for people that don't know what we just were talking about for a quick second, Korra, which is uh, connected to Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes, who which I, I have tattooed on my fucking chest. Yeah, because he's a fucking bitch. Because <laughs> I love women. The next time, oh man, I cannot wait to get some fentanyl and dope you up, and I'm tattooing Ray's face over that tattoo on you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe you're that much of a little bitch about Ray, dude. I fucking am, I'm in love with that character. She's amazing. I mean, <sighs> She's so fucking, like... So mysterious. She makes it look like everything that Luke went through, like fucking child's play, because he fucking did shit. Luke was a fucking bitch. Because he actually struggled to learn shit. Because Luke struggled within himself internally about whether or not he was doing the proper thing. To Ray, there's never been a struggle whether it's right. She struggles with her identity, but she still succeeds with like ease. She struggles. Dude, her and Kylo took on those entire like Imperial guards. Like that should not be possible. It absolutely should be possible. Do you see how fucking strong the two of them are? It's insane how powerful she, they are. She shouldn't be that strong. She's learned how to fight and use the force within like what th- two or three weeks. That's the point, bro, of how powerful she is. Anakin learns how to do this shit like immediately. He has really no issues with learning how to do force things because he, he is only gated and kept one. back by the council because he brought balance to the force. He was supposed to, but never did. Yeah, he did. He, there was like what two Sith no and two Jedi at the end. That's balance. That's not balance because <laughs> the Sith are still more powerful. It was not balance. He failed. He became Darth Vader, so it fucking the one prophecy Vader? failed oh. because he became a Vader. I mean, <sighs> the balance was eradication of the Sith, so that that darkness did not still wasn't still prevalent, and that failed. Like spectacularly, I mean, I was honestly, making a joke, but still, yeah, it failed spectacularly because it still gave way to Sidious, who's like he, the most powerful Sith of all time. He still killed Palpatine. I mean, well, we thought he killed Palpatine. He definitely didn't kill Palpatine. I we mean, thought he, he did up until you know the this trailer. No one thought nine. he. No one thought he did because before Disney bought Star Wars and it was all. Like and they uncanonized everything. He wasn't dead. He didn't die there. 
Because the fucking ridiculous extended universe were like. I mean, sometimes ridiculous, yeah, but because oh, he was so fucking powerful. Ridiculous at times. Because he was so force powerful that he was able to. I want to know who survive. watched those movies and decided that this motherfucker could wipe out an entire planet with a force storm. Who? Sidious? Palpatine, yeah. Anybody, dude. He's the most powerful force or Sith What of example of power is there in those movies where you're like, this motherfucker well, create a. It's because it's extended. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I they, they have to, like, build upon. Yeah, He's amazing. He also can create me. and shoot wormholes. So, I mean, fuck. And that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, fuck. How the hell did he get picked up and thrown down a hole? Because he body jumped. <laughs> I know what that means. His, like, spirit jumped into another body light years away. Be- yes, that's because someone who watched that movie was like, this is a little bit silly. This is not how it ended. Exactly. And it shouldn't have ended that way. So he's in too fact, powerful. he's actually 9,000 times stronger than we ever saw him in this movie. I think that's a very, very gross underestimation. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> he's way more than 9,000. Holy fuck. Do you still think they're going to include the whole body jumping thing in this? Or do you think he's no, just I think he's a force ghost that's tied to that fallen Death Star. Okay. I think that's like that's become like a Sith artifact for him, and he's like in it now. Okay, that'd be that, actually, that's what I'm thinking. That makes sense. I'm hoping that he's a force ghost tied to that, and he is still so fucking powerful even from beyond the grave. That he can still like force choke people. Well, no, that he created Rey from beyond. Oh. I mean, that's that has to be the only like... Well, that or she's a clone of sense. Luke Skywalker. Which, if what you said is true and they fucking make her a clone from, like, his hand, I would be like, this is dumb. There's president from that and the legacy. It's fucking He was cloned dumb. several times from his hand. And that's one of the silly things. No, it me. is fucking <laughs> stupid. I agree. I don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. But if somehow Sidious was able to use the genetics of Luke the, Skywalker. No, not the genetics. The midichlorians. Sorry. The midichlorians <laughs> from the Skywalker lineage and infuse it with, like, the force to create a new being and he created Rey. That's how she's so powerful. She has to be but a creation. So who the hell, like... <laughs> He's already done this. He created Anakin. Yeah, but who picked her up and dropped her off? We don't know. We don't fucking know. Maul. <laughs> Maul's dead oh, by I this know. point. Maul, Maul's way dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. I'll change everything to be like, yeah, the only way I'll accept all this is if he was actually Sidious. Who? Jar Jar. Jar, fuck that. I, man, I still want, like... The main thing I want from this, and a lot of people fucking hate the idea. Bone somewhere in the desert. No, no, no. (laughs) What I've wanted since the first, since uh, the Force Awakens, and a lot of people hate this idea, but I still want it. I want her to be related to Sidious somehow, a relation. Whether he used like his own blood or whatever the fuck it is to create her, like I want her to be related to him, to explain how she's so powerful. She has to be a creation related to him or related to Luke. There's no other way she can be that powerful. She has to be a Skywalker. I mean, yeah, she has to be Sidious's relative or a Skywalker. creation. But even though I think that's probably going to be Kylo. Well, I think Rise of Skywalker, I heard this theory and I fucking love it. Rise of Skywalker is the end of the Jedi. They're going to be called Skywalkers now. Oh, really? Yeah, moving forward when Rey creates the new school and blah, 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 blah in the future, they're going to be called Skywalkers, not Jedis. Which is cool, but I don't like it because I don't want to move forward from this saga. And now, instead of Jedi and Sith, it's Skywalker and Sith. I don't like that shit. I like Jedi. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jedi's just so, like, embedded in everyone's like, vocabulary. Well, yeah. I, I don't want to, like, change that. I'd, I find it hard to believe that anybody would go, like, forward from this, actually, just, yeah, like you said, just Skywalker and Sith. I mean, Skywalker's a fucking dope thing. It's a dope title. Like, oh, yeah, that's no, cool no as fuck. Doubt, yeah. But Jedi's so specific. Mm-hmm. And it's short, and like, it, it just matches with Sith. Yes, yeah, so, so with well. four letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't, I, I don't want that. But there's just so much shit that could be happening in this fucking movie. I'm I'm so hyped. Did yeah. you see the trailer? Yeah. The teaser with Dark Ray? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that lightsaber a lot. That's yeah, what was everyone dope. was already thinking was going to happen because she used the, the staff, staff in the first yeah. movie, yeah. I think that that's going to be like uh, a uh, hallucination or like a, a, vision, a vision that he's that's giving her. Shown. Either yeah. Sidious is showing her because he's like, you could be this, or it's Luke being like, yo, I, I did this already. Don't do what I did. Wow. Maybe she looked nice. I mean, that like like I said, I like the way the lightsaber Well, but she's a fucking Mary Sue, Steven. Yeah, Fuck the you. outfit's cool. <laughs> her outfit's cool. I like her buns, but her personality and story has just been super lackluster. You're such a bitch, dude. Okay. She does one thing in episode eight, and it's pick up some fucking rocks. Otherwise, Luke Skywalker does all the fucking force shit in that movie. How the fuck is she a Mary Sue? She fights some fucking villain. she's perfect. And that's it. Like I said, she's like perfect. you said, she's in the middle conflicted. of a fight against someone that should be fucking waxing her. Who? Kylo in the first movie. She learns how to fight by going into his memory or something. There's also so much evidence that Kylo was just fucking around. I mean... He was... Dude, Finn, who is literally fucking oh, Yeah, he was nothing. actually being fucked he with right actually, there, yes. He, uh, he hits Kylo. That's more asinine than goddamn anything that's happened in the history of fucking Star it's Wars. It's the exact same thing that happened with Luke and Vader. Uh, Luke hit him one time, and Vader's just like, all right, I'm not we're fucking done now. anymore. Yeah, yeah I, I understand the correlation, but it's like, get the fuck out of here. So yeah, so then he's like, all right, serious mode, and then pretty much dispatches him instantly. But he doesn't, he doesn't want to kill Rey. He can't. He needs to bring her to Snoke. So he's not really still even fully trying in that moment. No, but she still defeated him in that fight. After yeah, because she, she caught him off guard. Dived into his memory and fucking learned how to fight. Yeah, and then she let her anger consume her and beat him. She was so fucking angry in that scene. Yeah. I You're a bitch, Steven. Like You're wrong. Oh, my God. You're I'm fucking not wrong. wrong. I, can, I can debate every little fucking bullshit point that you have. Yes, because you've convinced yourself it's good. I'm not convinced myself. I'm just not stupid. Oh wow! Mm, like you, insults I now. cannot believe you're a fucking father now. That uh, your girl is. Oh my god! Yes, and I'm going to teach her the right thing. <laughs> the original trilogy is better. I'm going to start training the moment she gets home. Ray is a Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Woo, you're a bitch. <laughs> She's getting a Ray onesie. Oh my god! She already <laughs> got a fucking Michigan onesie. She's already spoiled. Did Josh really already get her that? Yeah. Oh my god! I already told her to go big blue on the first game day. <laughs> I did it for him, even though I don't want to do it. But he's like, just give me this one thing. Like, <laughs> he's such a shit. Like, oh, my God. I've already God. told him from here on, I'm memorizing all of Michigan's games, so I, that way I don't let him borrow her or, like, <laughs> babysit her on those <laughs> During days. During Michigan, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man, you can't, you can't be with Kyrie on Saturday. It can't happen. He's not converting her into a Michigan fan. No, she's going to be a Gator fan. I'll see that. <sighs> you like the Gators? I'm from Florida. Oh, yeah, I never yeah. got it. Yeah. So they don't like the fucking volunteers. I don't like. I don't care about sports in general. I really don't want her to be a fucking volunteer fan. No God, yeah, they lost a disappointment. They lost a what? Georgia State or something? They've lost both their games already. Yeah, I know. It's embarrassing, and I couldn't be happier. Well, it's not embarrassing. I love it. Oh yeah, it's embarrassing for them. Like it's awesome for me. It's embarrassing, and I couldn't love it more. So I'm just tired of hearing everyone say like, "Oh, next year." I'm like, "Next year what? It's gonna be the same goddamn shit." I'm sick of hearing this is our year. It's not, bro. It's never gonna be. Peyton left. It's long gone. They're like the Cleveland Browns of college football, bro. Yeah, the Browns are probably probably a little worse. <laughs> they're, the, their legacy is a bit worse. Decent last year? No. Oh. I mean, like, I guess minorly. <laughs> okay. I mean, they were great in the fifties. Won like ten titles. <laughs> 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 they really did. Won like eight or nine or some shit. All right. So Stefan and I have both seen it. Chapter two. It just came out this past weekend, and we went and watched that shit, and it was yeah. not very good. So, shit. all right. Next topic. <laughs> no, uh, I originally was going to try to keep this like the last couple weeks have been where we don't really do any major spoilers. However, I Stephen and I have quite pretty, livid. <laughs> we have pretty opposite viewpoints on this, so 
I'm going to go ahead and give you the spoiler warning now. We're going to talk about It Chapter 2 in pretty good length. Or not length, I'm sorry. In pretty good uh, detail. So we're going to spoil quite a lot of this fucking movie because we have such different viewpoints. Like, he's going to continue I mean, being a bitch throughout the rest we, of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to call him on We it. have different viewpoints about one thing. And we, have, we have different viewpoints the about final a couple 15 things. Minutes. But I will say, like, before we get into it, that Stephen is looking at this through the lens of having read the book and recently. Yes, I'm one of those people. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm saying, like, so you have a more of a basis to be upset or turned off by certain down. things yeah or let down by certain things and i thought i had read the book until i watched the, the i watched the first one just like two weeks ago and then watched this one and after seeing them both and i remember a decent bit about the old miniseries i've been thinking i don't think i read that fucking book man <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i did oh shit so it chapter two before we get into like what we differ on the performances in this movie are pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about pretty that. Fucking That's good. not my issue. No, no, no. Yeah, before we get into the issues, I want to say. We'll talk about some good things about it and then get into our issues. Fucking James McAvoy is like the chameleon of he this does generation. standard acting. He's just out of this world. Yeah, his <laughs> standard performance of just being fucking incredible. <laughs> that dude is so amazing, dude. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. When you're least I mean, he was interesting... part of a Shyamalan movie, so I'll give him like... I'll knock him for that, but whatever. Bro, he's amazing in both of those movies. He's the best part of both of them. I'm sure I haven't seen it, but I refuse to think there's anything He's amazing about anything that Shyamalan does. He's in Split and Glass. I know. Split is way better than Glass. Like, it's unfortunate how bad Glass was. I mean... He's still good in it, but... Oh, it's not surprised. very good. Split, <laughs> Split's pretty fucking good, and he's incredible in it. But when you're... The pantheon of your career, when you're, like, least interesting performance, it's fucking Professor X. It's like, okay, you gotta be a pretty good fucking actor. Holy this shit, dude. Interesting. I mean, as far as, like... I'm not what overly this familiar dude with can everything do, that he does, Holy so. fuck, man. This guy's so good. And he's, he's incredible in this shit, man. Like, way better than this movie needed. <laughs> way better. Like, he didn't have to bring that high of an A game. It's like, man, you could tone it down a couple notches, and we'd still be like, man, he was fucking good. I mean, I mean he's that good. I don't think he, like, stole the screen for me, but, Oh, like, I do. Like, especially towards later on in the movie. Yeah, he stole, he stole it for me. Whenever maybe I'm just used to just him being, like, impressed by him. It's the problem. <laughs> when you're that good all the time, it's like, yeah, I mean, he was amazing. What else is new? I liked Bill Hader because this is the first thing I've seen him in that wasn't comedy, even right, though yeah. he did make jokes the whole movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the movie is very funny, just like the first one, even though I felt this one was more funny than the I first one. I remember laughing that much in the first movie. But then I, I liked again, a decent I, bit, but this one way more. It's been a little while since I saw that. Yeah, you saw it when it came out, didn't you? I think I saw it about a year after it came year out because I okay. had to, you know, read the book, which took about a year. Which took most of my life. Took most of my life. Four or five months. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking huge book, man. I mean, also, I have the problem with, like when I'm reading a lengthy ass book, like I'll just put it down for like two weeks and then pick it back up. Or right. usually I'll put it down for like a month. And I'm like, you know what? I should actually, you know, power through that and finish it. <laughs> Speaking of reading books, have you started on mine yet, you fuck? I mean, I found out I was it. having a kid and. You still so. have it. There's always a fucking excuse with you. <laughs> Always an excuse. Have you have you harassed Josh this much? Yeah. Okay. Harassing everybody. Trust me, man. I think about it Do every you? other week. Do you, though? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you, though? You piece of garbage. Anyways. Uh, yeah, he's incredible in it. McAvoy is. Bill Hader is very good in this movie, too. Who is the adult Stan? I knew I recognized him. I know he's in the movie for all of about, like, three minutes. I don't know who that Spoiler guy was. Spoiler alert. The one that, you know. Yes, yeah, the adult Stan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you didn't I recognize him? No, I don't oh, recognize okay. him. As soon as I saw him, I was like, I know this dude. But I do that with a lot of people. I'm not I don't know every actor's names like Josh does. I mean, yeah, like me do. Like I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you and Josh. Yeah. I didn't want to inflate your ego. No, too late for that. Anyways, uh all the fucking your adults ego that got need to, to get bigger than your waist size. <laughs> fuck you. All the adults that they had to play the kids in this movie were also spot on. Was that John Boyega? No. 
No. Okay. Uh, that's racist as fuck. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> not all black people look the same. No, I don't know who that wow. actor was. I don't think I've seen him you know, in anything. Sometimes I thought he actually looked and somewhat sounded like him. So, interesting tidbit. I just thought they you know, made him look a little older. Yeah. Interesting tidbit about the adult actors is that the kids were asked who they wanted to play themselves like oh, the characters really? when they were older. So, Bill Hader, Wolf, uh, Finn Wolfhard, who played the kid, said Bill Hader, and he ended up doing the role. Uh, the girl said Jessica Chastain, and she ended up playing the role. And then, like, those are the only two. <laughs> but for um, Mike, since you said John Boyega, who's, like, a notable actor, the kid that played Mike wanted the fucking Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, to play Mike as an adult. If this movie would have had James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Chadwick Boseman, Jessica, Jessica Chastain, like, how the fuck can they afford to make this movie with Why? those people? Why didn't Boseman do it? I mean, dude, he probably got fucking too much other shit to do. You can't grant this kid's one last dying wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this kid's dying. <laughs> I was very surprised, too, by how much the, the kids are in this movie. They're in a lot more in flashbacks than I thought they would be. Yeah. And they also, those scenes are new. And they had to de-age them because most of them aged way too much in the past, like, two years. Oh, really? Yeah. I just assumed that they fucking, like, I thought they filmed most of this. Yeah, yeah, I did, too. I thought they filmed most of it, like, previously, but apparently not. But yeah, Hater McAvoy are great, man. Jessica Chastain is great. All all the cast is very good. Bill Hater or Bill Skarsgård is fucking genius. That dude is so good as Pennywise. Oh my god, dude, he's terrifying. I've seen people hate on his performance, and I can people kind of see why. Sounds like a lot of bitches. Times, but I like it. I thought he was very good, man. He's menacing. It's because I don't know. I guess when you're comparing it to like the miniseries, which I've never seen, like I guess he doesn't act like human enough. But obviously, he's not a human. He's yeah. like an alien creature that's supposed to you know drive from fear, but. He's too incredibly creepy to be attracting the kids the way he does. I don't know, man. Some some kids are fucking stupid. I mean, yeah, they're all fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the bleacher scene, man. How he just played on a child's innocence. Yeah, but it wasn't convincing crying. I didn't hate it, though. I, I mean, I liked, no, but I it, the pause, it didn't like have the, to be too convincing. thing and stuff. Dude, oh but my I, God, that was fucking awesome. Other than that, though, I say my complaints are like with some of the effects. See, so there are one or two instances, yeah, where I can agree with that, where like the effects didn't look top notch like they could have. It's funny, but I thought that it played into the movie, like it, it fit to me. I see what you're saying because he, you know, isn't supposed. To, he's all in the mind. Yeah, and that they're older now, so they should be able to recognize what's not real. But that's how it was in the first movie too. I th- see, man. I don't remember the effects being that strikingly not that great. The, in the first leper movie to me. and the werewolf and. Oh, I do remember the wolf thing not being good. Yeah. I do remember that, actually, yeah. I do remember that now. See, yeah, so the most uncomfortable I felt in the entire movie was the opening scene, which is the opening of the book, which, you know, should have been the Wait, opening what? for the first movie. The book opens that way, too? Yes. With the, oh, shit, uh, the, with the, the people the getting beat up couple. at the fucking yeah. uh, fair? Mm-hmm. I did not know it opened f- that way. It opens with Georgie dying. Actually, no, I think it actually might open with that first, and then it goes to, to Georgie. Georgie. Yeah. And they're a gay couple in Stephen King's book, too? Mm-hmm. So and they get beaten up just because they're a gay couple? Yeah, of, of course. People are fucking assholes. Uh, interesting tidbit about that. So I don't remember the names of them, but one of the people in the gay couple is Xavier Dolan, who is a fucking actor and director. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, That's cool. he wanted to be in this movie. <laughs> And so the director was like, well, you would you want to play this part? I was like, yeah, sure, because he loved the first one so fucking much. And I was like, oh, it's fucking awesome. A little cameo there from him. I do love the fact that as the guy was just getting hell beat out of him, he's like, I still hate your fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, I love that the joke, 
like his not joke, but his jab at them when they're leaving the carnival just flies over their ignorant ass fucking heads. Oh yeah. When he's like such and such cold and they want their like whatever it was he said back. Shit. Huh? <laughs> I didn't get that reference. Well no, no it's just a jab at them, but because they don't understand their culture, oh, he, it, yeah. like it just flew over his head his ignorant ass head. And it's like, oh I got the fucking moron. <laughs> oh yeah, they're fucking assholes. I mean, yeah. The monsters. Yeah. But then I love how they actually like how accurate that was because they did like the whole like fucking sea of balloons going by too. That shit was cool. And he actually did bite him in the armpit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was pretty book accurate then. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, he looked creepy it as fuck. Some of the dialogue, there, so. obviously, because you don't. Yeah, make more updated. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm assuming it was probably uh, a lot more abrasive in the book. Well, I don't remember them like yeah yelling half the stuff that he, I don't remember that little kid that was like the one that basically like instigated the whole thing. Instigated the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. I don't remember him, but. Yeah, that was pretty accurate, and that's the most unsettling scene in the whole movie for me, because I was just like, that's so uncomfortable. Yeah, dude, it was fucking, it was brutal. Yeah. And it's long. Yeah, it's not like yeah, a 20-second exactly, scene, like, exactly, that scene's fucking yeah. pretty long. They're beating him for quite a minute. Yeah, like, dude, it's, it's a fucking long scene. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, all right, man, jeez. I mean, that's the point, though. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Like, it should make you uncomfortable. It shouldn't be something you watch, like, fuck yeah, get him! Like, that's <laughs> the wrong reaction. I'm sure there's people out there like that. Though. Yeah, I'm fucking sure Josh would be like that. Are we living t- He's a bigot. <laughs> We live in Cleveland, after all. Yeah, no shit, man. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but, um, fucking, what was I about to say, Steven, before you rudely interrupted me with your silence? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were talking about the effects. Yeah, that was about the, yeah, there, yeah. That up, the realism of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, go on. <laughs> yeah, you were the one talking about it. <laughs> you said you had something to say. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking oh, about, dude. I just okay. ramble. I Jesus. did think Paul Bunyan looked a little hokey, but it like it should because the statue itself yeah, looks exactly. hokey, you know. Which I was—that's one of the things that they included too from the book. I was surprised about that was the only jump scare that actually kind of got me, and I was somewhat disappointed in myself. I was like, I really should have saw that coming. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Other things that were okay, so they could have made it even more unsettling because like um, Beverly's husband. Well, oh and yeah, dad too. They didn't. I mean, they allude to it, but they didn't directly show it. Is that like in the book as well? Does she go on to marry some other an asshole that's, that's like her dad? dad? Yeah, yeah, just like oh, how man. Eddie married someone just like his mother. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, he was supposed to show back up later on because, like, obviously he's a fucking madman and he wants to know where she went. What? Oh, her husband does? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was supposed to die, though, but they never instigated that, too. Like, uh... Bill's wife is supposed to also go there because she's, like, curious about what the hell he's doing. Oh, okay. And she's supposed to, you know, be taken by the deadlights. Kind of glad they didn't do that because, like, the epilogue is cheesy as fuck. Dude, the <laughs> scene where they did the deadlights, though, in this movie towards the end, holy <laughs> that fuck. That made me the fuck up with, like, uh, Richie just yelling. Where they throw the rock at him? Just, like, <laughs> like, knees are all, like, bent tor- inwards and stuff. Uh, that was funny. Dude, that, like, I didn't expect it to happen that quickly in that moment. It just, like, <laughs> boom, just hits him, and, like, I, my jaw dropped in the theater, and I just looked over at my cousin back at the screen. I was like, wow, this looks incredible. <laughs> like, that scene looked gorgeous. Like, the effect and everything, man, it looked so awesome. But, yeah, they would have never addressed the fact that Bill cheated on his wife. Well, Bill and Beverly both cheated yeah, on their spouses, but, you know. I mean, but Beverly's spouse Beverly's deserves husband. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a piece of garbage. He's a rapist. Yeah, a little um, bit. And just an abusive dick. They mm-hmm. also never asked her about any of the bruises she had on her arms. I was honestly kind of waiting for that the whole movie. Marion kept like, mentioning no one that. Care? I was like, I didn't notice until she pointed it out. Oh, I noticed. I was like, does no one, no one cares? <laughs> like, I was also very happy that they did the, um, the, 
restaurant scene, like the whole fortune cookies. That was awesome. You know, I think they slightly changed that because I don't remember that fly having a baby head, but that could have been on there. Yeah, that, that was, scene was awesome. That was pretty creepy. Yeah, I, like I really like that. I love <laughs> when the, the waitress the walks like, back uh, in. Okay. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, check, check please. please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and you're going to pay for that fucking table and chair, too. I loved that scene, man. It felt like they were kids again. Like, their performances were so oh, yeah, good. Yeah, their yeah. chemistry felt just like the kids in That's the That's how it was movie. supposed to be in the book, too. Yeah, it was so good, dude. It's like them de-aging, mm-hmm. kind of, in a way. Oh, really? That's Except cool. for Stan. The man. Yeah. Is that the same way in the book, too? Yeah. So he, he kills himself in the book yeah. and he doesn't go? They didn't show it written on the bath uh, bathtub wall, though. Or shower wall. What written? He, he wrote with blood, like, it. Oh, in the book he does? Yeah. Oh, snap. I, uh, I really like that scene in the book. Uh, See, I'm telling you, I've read this book for sure. Like his, uh, I've definitely read this book. That's very early on. What, Stan? Yeah. Uh, like, Stan's wife is, like, knocking on the door, like, hey, are you okay and stuff? And they've been kind of having issues because uh, they couldn't have a kid. Aww. None of them had kids. Um, they didn't in the movie either, did they? Exactly. Yeah, I think so. I think there's, like, possibly because the turtle Something or about something. it, yeah. The turtle that wasn't in this. <laughs> we'll get to that. Steven's biggest complaint. Yes. You have no idea how excited I was for that. Um, but that's why you never get like your hopes up about it. This like is why you never get hopes up about a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't, keep telling you. Not supposed to get excited about any book adaptation because they will never include everything. Don't get excited about specific points, especially when you're obscure. This is your own fault. <laughs> yeah, this is your own fault. Trust me. I mean, even as I was reading it, I was like, I had so many fucking questions about so many like the logistics of it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a fucking fictional book, but still, like, obey your own rules. <laughs> 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 um. But yeah, they were having troubles like with kids and stuff, and like she kept like feeling like she kept hearing that water drop in there as she was like trying to ask him how he's doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she kept saying like it's a fat water drop, like it was pregnant, like it was insulting her and stuff. Oh wow! Uh, it was really impactful with the way he wrote it, and I was like, man, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm sad. <laughs> they actually killed Eddie too. That was accurate to the book. That was sad. Well, he dies in a different way though in the book, from what I read. He's not like stabbed through the chest with that thing. I don't remember exactly. His but arm gets ripped off and he dies from the blood loss. That's right. That's why when they come up on Pennywise and uh, Richie rips his arm off, people were like, oh, is that like a nod to the book? Because he rips. <laughs> like the how dude's maybe arm that off. one solemn shot of a fucking statue of a tortoise is our one <laughs> yeah, reference. There you go. There's your turtle. turtle. There's your turtle. I saw that. I was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. They're referencing it. This is going to happen <laughs> later. Nope. 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 Never happens. Nope. 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 So are there not Native Americans in the first book? Is that not how they find stuff out? This is supposed to be like the ancestors of the first people where Pennywise landed at and combated uh, with. They were like the ancestors of those people is what I Pretty sure when he saying. first landed, I thought he was the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs. Oh, shit, really? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So is he always just contained then to that one area he landed Hell in? Hell no. <laughs> then why is he in this book or in this story? I don't know. Is he, not, they, no, is he not in the book? Because they didn't want to do the cosmic stuff. Is he not in the book? What? like Contained to like that town? Oh, he kind of like is the town, it seems, in a way. Because hmm. like, like how you notice at the end of the movie when they go to confront him, there's nobody on the streets. There's no yeah. traffic and stuff. True, like, true. It's kind of like he's controlling them to an extent because like Beverly's dad starts attacking her like when she's a daughter too because he kind of took over. Same thing with Henry. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's Stephen King. It's very <laughs> strange. The co-author should have been cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. I mean, he cocaine probably the has s- the most writing credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I think, I think it was a work of like four years of writing. That's it. <laughs> that's. I mean, <laughs> it comes four, out. Pro- it's pro- that's probably four years of actual writing the book. 
I mean, he was probably like bouncing between that book and like fifteen others. Well, I'm saying like that's, I, I would man, unless he is just the most intelligent and creative person in the history of time. I don't understand how he developed this entire story and universe and then wrote the whole book in four years. Yeah, it's pretty. I don't see how it didn't take longer. Speed will do that. That's what I'm saying. Like four years might have been of him like. The moment he put pen to paper after he'd already conceptualized stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like when I was writing my book, I spent like two or three years conceptualizing a year writing an outline and then like two and a half years writing the actual book itself. It's a long process. And mine stuff is like not as intricate as like his where he connects 700 books into one universe. I mean, yeah, but they're all pretty fucking loosely connected for the most part. And Grant, I mean, like to be fair, my book's better than anything he's ever done, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect Stephen King whatsoever when I say this, but it's not like his writing is like... The most imaginative at times? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like fifth grade reading level. Like, he's a good writer, but there's no one out here being like, this dude's Kerouac. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, It's like a fifth grade reading level. I would say a little more because he does use theme, but you're, you're just trying to mean he's, like he grammar and punctuation. He use a lot of $10 like, words. Ten, yeah, 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 yeah. You just mean like comprehension-wise. Yes, like yes. Like word-wise. But say like his themes and stuff, I don't think you're gonna understand a lot oh, of what he's talking sure. about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was definitely mature shit. Yeah, yeah. As far as like just the comprehension of like the actual words on the page. Yes, yeah. yes. It's not very. Uh, it's not super dense. Like I it's, say it's that's very why reader. some of his books are fucking a thousand pages long is because he fucking goes on a bunch of tangents. His tirades. Yeah. Yes. It's very reader friendly. Oh yeah. As far as yeah, like yeah. understanding. That's wise. why he's probably the most popular like author yeah. there is out there. Because, because almost anyone can understand him. Can, yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even idiots like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As we've been proven on this podcast already for like 50 minutes that you're an idiot. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, to move along with uh, It Chapter 2, the movie is really long, just in case you're About not aware. Two hours and, two hours and 49 minutes. Yeah. To watch both of these together is five hours and like four minutes or something like that. Which it's is still a lot faster than anyone be able to read it. <laughs> true, but it's longer than the miniseries, which is only like four hours. I've never seen it. It's it's pretty good. Tim Curry is as good as Pennywise, but I think Bill Skarsgård blows him out of the water. And I know people are going to go crazy for me for saying that, but I think Skarsgård's like, I like his interpretation more. It's way, way more creepy to me. I can't compare them, so. You should watch the miniseries. It's good, man. I've thought about it. It's good. Because at least the spider monster well, in that actually looks accurate. It's It's good. For like the time <laughs> it was made, you know what I mean? It's worth watching for Curry alone. It's a hell of awesome. a lot more limited. Oh, well, for sure, like because it's a, it was a made-for-TV movie, yeah. so yeah. Is he only the clown in that? I don't think he ever transforms. He, I know for a fact that the spider's in there, because I've seen a screenshot well, of it. I don't think he transforms into things like he does in this one. Oh, okay. I don't think that happens, but I don't remember. It's been a while. But there was um quite a few little, like, awesome moment in this movie especially like the moment that the first teaser trailer was of jessica chastain's character in her old apartment with that old woman that grandma looked weird that whole scene was incredible that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie that whole thing was amazing Mm -hmm. i think that was like one of the most watched trailers for anything wasn't it probably that that trailer is why i went and watched the first movie and knew i had to watch this one because of that that That, one alone that scene that and that first teaser is literally just that scene is that the one that Oh, I don't know if Josh is going to watch it, but I know that he said that he was super interested in it because it's of because that scene. I didn't know if it was yeah, that, that one, or the newest one. It's that like one. You, I th- actually, I think it was the newest one because you mentioned seeing Pennywise like fly like over the statue with the balloons and stuff, which is also, um, if I remember correctly, pretty similar to the miniseries how it looks in there too. Oh, that happened. Like the way he moves and stuff okay. is like very similar. But yeah, he actually does. Um, the transformations he makes in this movie are fucking insane. Oh, okay. This is a. 
bit of a change, but I just got to mention this before I forget. This had one of the best transitions I've ever seen in any movie. What's that? Uh, the first shot with it, like, looks at the sky and it zooms in. It's like a puzzle piece being made. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Well, that was really awesome. Yeah. That also, was I love the other uh, moment, like, later on towards the end when you see um, Ben. Yeah, he's, like, drowning in the dirt in his clubhouse. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, Beverly's in the bathroom stall with all that blood, mm-hmm. and then like she kicks the stall open and it like changes to where like yeah where she's, she's above him now him and stuff. I was like, yeah, oh, that's really fucking tight, dude. That also transitioned to like one of the cringiest things because I hated how they just quoted the poem. I was like, oh, that's so corny. What of what? Oh, to each other. Yeah, I thought that was kind of corny, <laughs> dude. When he's drowning, when he's getting buried in the sand, and Pennywise pops him up, and he's like, oh, little fat boy. <laughs> I was like, this dude is vicious. <laughs> I love Pennywise. Oh, my God. He's always popping up at the most inopportune time to kick you when you're down. He's a piece of garbage. Yeah. The hardest scene for me, man, like the most impactful anyways, is with uh, Bill's character. When they're towards the end trying to get away from Pennywise when they're in the cave and he like dives to get away from being swung at and he falls into this water. And when he comes out of the water, he is back in his basement that's flooded as a kid. And he sees his younger self have a conversation with his little brother. It's a scene from the first movie. Yeah, it's that scene happening again in a, like a bit of a Except, different context. Yeah, adults him there. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I'm, I don't want to ruin exactly what is said and what happens in it, but because it's so impactful. But my God, dude, that scene that was brutal. Like once again, it's like dude, Pennywise is the most savage thing to ever exist. Yeah, they don't really show it in the movie, and I don't blame them. But he's also pretty damn racist. <laughs> That's what we're talking about in the podcast. Apparently, like, he throws around the N-word like it's not going out of style. Yeah, you hear Henry and them calling Mike the N-word, but Pennywise does it too. But I mean, like, I get it because it's fear and right. stuff, but yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, even the monster's racist, Jesus. They don't see it in the first movie, do they? Hell no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, they try and be, obviously, they were racist, like, a little bit more PC. Yeah. If I, I don't know if I can hit on this or not. Like, this isn't, like, a bad change, but it's just, like, not necessary, in my opinion, that they made Richie, like, gay. Right, yeah, so Cause as we said, we're going we're gonna to spoil like, this stuff. So, yeah, Richie's character, Bill Hader's character, turns out to be gay in this movie. Because apparently he had a crush on Eddie. Was it Eddie? He, I mean, they showed him at the arcade when he was playing with that one kid. He's like, hey, man, you can play again if you want. He's like, and he looks at Henry, was like, you didn't tell me this town was full of fairies. I'm like, is that what you took from that? Oh, Eddie, their friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely got that he had a crush on Eddie. Like, he always kind of liked him. Yeah, apparently, because yeah. you see him carving the E in at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like... That's not a necessary well, thing no, that, that had to happen. He was already there, by the way. But he I want to know how people would have felt if they changed like a gay character in any sort of fictional to being piece straight. of literature to straight. Because I feel like people would be fucking pissed. They would, but also at the same time, to argue the other side of that, or against that, this movie has like eight main characters who are all straight. Can't one be gay? I mean, I guess. You know what I'm saying? They got no? one black friend, man. It's <laughs> 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 enough minority. They've already covered one of the bases. We're good. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, and I it's do, not like it's a monumental change that changes the story. I get what you're saying. Like, uh, it's a change for inclusion, right? To to feel more inclusive, right? And it's a tricky subject, man. Like, it's a tricky line to walk because there's going to be people that are upset about it, and they're going to be upset for the wrong reasons. But there's also going to be other people that are upset just because it's changing something that wasn't necessary from something that they enjoy, mm-hmm. right? So because, like, you enjoyed this book, it's like, man, that change wasn't really necessary, even though it's not really ultimately that impactful no, yeah. to the story. And it you don't like, mean it, it in a way where you're like, fuck, why do we have more gay people in this movie? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just a question of, like, why? And then and the answer is, is, is for inclusion, right? And for some people, you're like, oh, it's forced inclusion. But there's no such thing as unforced inclusion. But they already, like, It's got to like, be forced to be made normalized. And I don't mean that in a negative manner. I'm for it. And they already touched on that stuff, like, like I said, at the beginning. Yeah, true. But that's, like, a very... 
that's a representation of like the quote unquote oppressed and stuff. bad side yes. of being gay, right? But then this goes to show Richie is a successful stand up comedian who has a good friends and ends up overcoming fear to defeat this alien being who is gay, and it's a good representation. Minor thing, but that was also like a slight change because he used, just used to be like a radio personality that had like oh a he wasn't of like, like a comedian and stuff. That oh, being okay. said, like. I liked what they did with that. Like, yeah, because he's like, uh, I forgot my joke. And this person out in the gauze is like, you fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one thing I am going to ruin here for y'all. Sorry. So don't listen for like 15 seconds if you don't want this joke that happens in the movie to be ruined for you. If you have seen the movie, proceed. And I'm going to start spoiling right now. When they go back to the house to go to get Pennywise. And they're like, someone should say something. And then they look at Richie and like, you said something last time. And he's like, did I? And like, yeah. And he's like, you're lucky this isn't a dick measuring contest? Dude, it fucking killed me. I laughed so fucking hard. And like, no. And he's like, fuck the clown. Kill the clown? Yeah, yeah. Kill the clown. Kill the clown. Dude, I was crying when he said that shit. All right, spoiler's over. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler's over. Joke. But I was laughing so fucking hard. Like, that was my favorite joke in the movie. That's why, like, I don't want to spoil it. People don't want to know about it. That's that shit was funny. so funny. <laughs> Him and Eddie, dude, like, their banter throughout the whole movie was excellent. They had great chemistry together. Yeah, I liked Eddie quite a bit. Richie like, and Eddie. nailed the performance that the, 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 that the younger kid self did. Dude, kid. fucking perfect. Yeah. He was amazing, dude. Um, I thought all of them were very, very good of what the kids would be as adults. The only person I didn't love was like Chastain. Man, I thought she was so fucking good. So good. See, I didn't feel like she was The exactly one female in this Bev movie, was. and it's the oh person that God. this sexist picks. At <laughs> I liked Bev as a kid. I just didn't like her as an adult that much. She just felt a lot more plain Jane. She felt a lot more reclusive to me. Yeah, yeah. But Which I guess that, that kind of makes sense because yeah. she did have an abusive husband. But then Abusive again, father to an abusive husband. But then again, she was back with the Losers Club where she's supposed to be like the most free. Which she was and she at, was like, for the, quite a while. Wait. But then once things start popping off, she's like, oh, I don't like this shit anymore. Like she really was when they were first having their little dinner. Yeah, like very reunion. Mm-hmm. Um That being said, the, um, <laughs> when it goes with um, Ben as his child, when he's like trying to find his uh, token, and he's back in school, and he's just talking with her in class, he got startled oh, yeah. when he like he, f- he looks like Pennywise in the projector when he's like looking up for a second, mm-hmm. ends up being her, and he tries to go to kiss her. <laughs> Dude, Mary looked brutal. at me. She's like, "Why would she say that?" I was like, "It's Pennywise, baby." <laughs> yeah. she's well, like, she Why would like, I ever kiss a fat, disgusting loser like <laughs> yeah. you? She's, she's like, "Oh, that's so mean." <laughs> it's, like, it's the clown. <laughs> it's, it's Pennywise. <laughs> He's also brutal. really like. I think that might have been the worst effect for me because I didn't like her flaming head. It looked, I don't know, yet again, kind of corny to me. Yeah, I don't know. Minor I, complaint. I thought it looked all right, I, but I do think you're a bitch. <laughs> That, though, like, I was like, what a fucking idiot when he goes to hide in his Dude, locker. when he gets in the locker, it's like, yeah, he's not going to be in here with you. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, I was man. like, how's this little fat fucker fit in this? <laughs> <laughs> How does he fit in this fucking locker? Now, Something's re- not right. I was really expecting the poster to the move, but it just ended up being Pennywise with a stupid-ass look on his face. What, behind him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in the book is um, oh, the, the guy in the insane asylum. Henry? Henry. No, not Henry. Yeah, it's Henry Bowers. Bowers, yeah, yeah, Bowers. Th- is he throughout the book just like this, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they killed him off a lot faster, because okay. I think he... How did he die in this fucking movie? No, I'm not remembering. Stabbed in the hospital, or not the hospital, in their little hotel. Oh, you're Eddie, right, you're right. Stabbed uh, Eddie stabs him. Cheek. <laughs> no, but he crawls out the window. You're right. And gets in the car. Where did he go after that? <gasps> oh, does it... No? Someone hits him there with a hatchet. He kills him at the library. That's right, that's Richie right. Kills him. Yes, that's... Yeah. I forgot. Yep. Yeah, in the book, he got really close to actually killing Michael. He cut him up pretty bad. Oh, really? In yeah. the library? He got fucked up pretty bad. Um, 
Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Are you okay? Richie's like, what has fucking killed a guy? It <laughs> <laughs> was Henry. I mean, He's a still. psychopath. Uh, still. I did like how they included his um, dead friend driving him around. Oh, so it's and like when that? When he first gave him the knife, too. That yeah. was awesome. He didn't see the balloon. He was supposed to see Pennywise's like, face on the moon. Oh. That was a slight change. It's not a big deal. Yeah, a little more practical change. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> make it a balloon instead. <laughs> I don't think that would have been that difficult to do. I mean, maybe not, but... Dude, we have, like, Thanos, like, cr- throwing planets <laughs> at people, all right? Anything True, is possible but now. I don't think It Chapter 2 had the budget of the Avengers movies. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was, like, the most successful rated R movie ever, isn't it? Horror movie. I think Deadpool is still the most successful R-rated movie. Oh, okay. I think it's the most successful horror movie. Uh, it's still surprising to me, like, this is the most successful. I mean, I guess, of all like, mo- horror movies, yeah. is one of the most popular, like... Titles. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's a really good movie, but, yeah, to be the most successful horror movie, it's, like... What was it? Was it the <laughs> yeah, best like one, though? D- definitely not. It's like Avatar being like the highest grossing movie of all time. It's like, but but was it that good? Hell no. I <laughs> like that. I love that movie, but it wasn't two point seven nine billion dollars good. God no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it was because that was like an event. And that's what it was. It was an event back when event films didn't exist as much as now, and it hadn't been there hadn't been one for a while. This is also like the first movie in goddamn forever where everyone's like, you must see this in three D. What's the movie that ushered three D in? Like well, brought it, be- it back. It became a thing again because of Avatar. It brought back 3D... T- well, it made 3D TVs a thing, and then those died very fast. Yeah. <laughs> also, Avatar w- benefited because it wasn't a conversion. It was filmed with 3D cameras. Oh, yeah. Most movies, that when the 3D craze was happening, were filmed and then being converted afterwards to 3D. That's why a lot of them were shit. I wouldn't know because I can't see 3D because I'm blind in one eye, so I don't have like the proper depth perception to see 3D. I wouldn't say you're missing out on much. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> Obviously not, because, I mean, I have a 3D TV. I've used that feature like maybe three times. Oh, oh I have a 3D TV as well. I don't even know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it when like I have an older TV, like uh, well, older by today's standards. When 3D TVs first came out, when I got it, I'm gonna get 4K when like 8K is a thing. Same. I'm gonna well, get 4K. 8K is already a thing, I think. But it's out. The There's ass something expensive. that's like way, way like 50 here, some shit. But it's like we can't even tell, but it exists. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw like a 1080p TV, and I was like, this is too. It's too crisp. Dude, okay, so when I first got this TV, right, I had never had a true HD TV, right? So I got it, and I was watching Netflix. Like, I'm, I was a bit late to the game for, like, flat screen. Well, not flat screen, for, like, HD, true HD TVs. Mm-hmm. I had, like, an old-school, like, 240i <laughs> flat screen HD TV. So when I got the one that I have now, I remember I was watching, uh, when I first got home, I, I put on Netflix, and I was watching Lost. And I'm looking at it like I had just got glasses for the first yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. And I'm staring, like... Almost wanting to grab my TV like that leaf, that tree is so real. It felt <laughs> like I was there. Like I honestly, set. I didn't like it at first. I was like, dude, this is mm-hmm. like distracting. <laughs> How clear it is. Like it feels like someone just held up a cardboard cutout in front of my face and I'm just watching them film the, the scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I like this. So for a little while, because back then, not everything was HD on Netflix, only certain things. It took me a while to start watching the things that were in HD. I'll be like, man, I don't know. I don't think I like this. Like, it's too real. <laughs> It'll really mess me up. No, I totally understand. But that. now it's like I, we're, we're, I can't notice the difference unless I watch something that's standard, and I'm just like, what's happening? Yeah. I just can't tell. I know what you're saying because, like, just, uh, first time I watched something like that, like at a Walmart or whatever, I was like, I think I can count every pore on this guy's face. <laughs> yeah, right. This is so weird. It's like I don't know if I like this. Uh, yeah. And that I felt weird. that way again when I first saw 4K. Dude, yeah, 4K is nuts. And I've not really seen 4K since, so I probably would still feel that way. I've only seen it in porn, and it's... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, 
I could never watch that. Oh my god, vaginas are disgusting. I don't need to see a hyperrealism. <laughs> I, I don't need to see anything in hyperrealism on a person. I'm good. Anything it's just like watching two like roast beef sandwiches just go <laughs> at it. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all I watch anyway. <laughs> Actual porn. roast beef sandwiches. Yeah, let's <laughs> watch people make sandwiches. Oh. Gets me going. <laughs> All right. So for the overall thoughts on, on It Chapter 2, I really, really liked it. Steven is a bitch. I still really enjoyed it up until didn't the like last it as much. 10 or 15 minutes. because. And this is what I wanted to get into with that. When they got to the ritual, it should, like, the battle, or the ritual is still not exactly how it is in the book. Right. Where it's supposed to be, like, a battle of willpower. And it's there's not no all turtle. of them, like, yes, exactly. I was going to get to that. <laughs> the turtles is, like, mentioned in the book all about, like, maybe five times. But still, though, it's, like, one of, one of my favorite parts. Um, it's supposed to be like Bill is supposed to be like you know quote unquote biting the tongue of it and like having a battle of willpower where he's like dragging him th- like through space to get to the deadlights which the deadlights aren't just three orbs They're, like they exist on like the outside of the universe and it's like when it's happening in the book it's like you see their encounter with it like the final battle happening as children and as adults he keeps switching back and forth right because they, they defeat him Twice in the book. Yes. Just like in the movies. They don't beat him to, with pipes and shit like in the first movie. No, yeah. What Stephen told me earlier is they defeat him with the ritual both times too, yes. which doesn't happen in the first movie, but which is a, a weird change, honestly. Yeah, but they struggle with it more as adults because your, their imagination is more limited and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's getting dragged out. So it's supposed to be like you're dominating your fear and whatnot. And when he's doing it as an adult, you see the turtle again, and it's just so like insanely massive. Like For several minutes, he's just flying past like the toenail or whatever. Jeez, really? <laughs> yeah. But like when he finally sees it, like he realizes that it's dead, and he starts shouting out loud where all the kids or adults can hear him again. He's like, "The turtle's dead!" And I <laughs> fucking just died laughing when I was reading that. <laughs> oh but like, I still love it. I still like that a right. lot. I just wanted to hear the goddamn turtle speak and apologize for creating the universe, because <laughs> apparently he created it by throwing up, and he asked Bill to forgive him. He didn't want them to be mad at him. Also, in the book, <laughs> Bill defeats Pennywise by himself, and yes. that doesn't happen in the movie. But an interesting fact about that is there was a point in the movie. Where Bill like overcomes his fear, and I thought I was like, "Oh shit, Bill's gonna do this on his own. Like he's gonna be the one to defeat Pennywise." And didn't even realize that he does it on his own in the book. But no, in the movie, it's all of them. All right, this, I think this is gonna be the last point for this whole movie before we move on. They drive home like five different fucking times in the beginning of this movie about how Bill can't write a fucking ending. Mm-hmm. The fucking ending sucks because they didn't follow the <laughs> fucking book. <laughs> I liked the ending for this movie. My Which only I think is honestly them poking fun at Stephen King because they, well, like, they say it a million times, and he even says it to him. Yes, because yeah. I think that's mostly everyone's complaints. Like the ending's weird. That's people's complaint about a lot of Stephen King books. Yeah, I get everything that. is great to the end. That's like man, that was like kind of a lackluster ending. Pet Cemetery is great. No, I've never read it. I don't care about that book, that book or really? movie. Yeah, it's so like short. Shit. I don't like animals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my main complaint with this movie is to do with the ending. One is minor, and is that it is the problem a lot of movies have, where it ends like seven times. There's so many points where it could end that, where it's perfect. Uh, I do want to say, too, towards the end, when they're all in the creek washing off, I thought that was Bill Hader's best acting, when he breaks oh, down. Yeah. It was so affecting. Like, it almost made me cry. Like, I felt like, I don't with have him. my glasses, so I don't know you people. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's so funny. But the, um, in the end, they get the letter from Stanley, his suicide note. And in the note, he says, like, I know this is what it sounds like, but it's not a suicide note. I had to take myself off the board because I knew that I wasn't strong enough to help you guys, like, defeat him. So, like, I took the best course of action and killed myself. And then the rest of the letter is, like, this really uplifting thing. And it felt way too close to glorifying suicide for me to enjoy that. 
especially speaking as someone who like I have two I had two very close friends who killed themselves. So as someone who has experienced that in their life before or the, the pain of losing someone in that way, when he starts off the letter saying this is not a suicide note, but I killed myself to help you. It almost seems like they're saying suicide is okay if it helps someone else or if it makes someone happy. I know that's probably not their intention, but it came off that way to me, and I could not help. Like, I couldn't stop thinking that as I was listening to that scene. I was like, man, this hurt me. Get the fuck up with this. This is not coming off. Well, this is a bad look for you guys. Like, it seemed like it glorified suicide, and I really did not like that. That put a damper on it big time for me. I didn't interpret that because I was too busy thinking about how mad I was at the Yeah, you're just mad there's no turtle. <laughs> <laughs> so it just like Steven checked out when the turtle didn't appear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I did like how they defeated him though. And that was cool. And I'm not gonna like I'm That's not gonna still pretty say, much close to how they did it by like conquering fear. Yeah. I thought and, that like, was cool. They take his heart out and stuff. I like that they drive that point home that it's like it's a battle of will with him. Like yeah. you just you can't be afraid. That was um, cool. Okay, one more thing, because I forgot <laughs> this. But this is also just a funny bit. So mm-hmm. I liked how when Bill, or sorry, uh, Richie lost it at the kid at the restaurant. Dude, that had me. Oh said, my the, god! Hey, the joke's got to keep going, right? He's like, the fuck? You think this is fucking funny? <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. He said, dude. No, like from your show. He said, Oh, take your pants over there. You want a picture? <laughs> I don't think so. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're an asshole, dude. <laughs> but that kid pops up later too. That kid yeah, just has a lot kid. of strange encounters with adults recently. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. But yeah, overall, if you enjoyed the first one, it's worth your time to watch this one to see how it ends. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think it's, I liked it overall. Um, other than my kavat about the uh, the suicide note, which I really did not like, I'd probably give this movie like an 8.5 or a 9, even with that, because I think it's so well made and so well performed. And it's, 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 I had a very good time watching it. And I, I'm, a, I'm a bitch when it comes to horror movies. It's not scary at all. And it's not scary at all. There are a, twice as many jump scares in this one as the first one, but they're all so telegraphed. Like, you see them coming. I know Josh hates jump scares. Yeah, he hates jump scares. I don't know if he'd like that. Yeah, I don't think he would. Um, I mean, like you said, though, they're like... They're very They come from a fucking mile away. Yeah, you know they're... The only one that kind of got me is in the apartment, and it didn't even get me. It was just so intense. I was like, oh, fuck! Yeah, that reminded me a lot of It Follows with the the one tall never man. Seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, don't ruin okay, that. Okay, never mind. Yes, Josh has already told me to watch that. He's like, there's like one or two jump scares that are really fucking bad, and other than that, no, he's not scary at all. It's a different kind of scary, because you can see it coming. Oh, okay. But, like, it's just like an intense scariness it, like oh it's, fuck it's coming it's, it's coming a, it's worth a watch like i really enjoyed that movie i've like, heard the score in the atmosphere having like a amazing. budget of like five hundred dollars <laughs> yeah it was, it, was, it was very cheaply made yeah or like made for a very cheap budget we had to move on from that it's chapter two uh steven didn't like it nearly as much as i did I'd but he comes from a place like eight. he comes from a place where like he just wanted more from the adaptation yes yeah from someone who liked the book so much just mostly wanted a turtle <laughs> just he just wants some turtles, son. I just lo- I love turtles, man. As someone that owns like you know a little, uh, actually a has a turtle, <laughs> yeah, water turtle and a red footed tortoise. I expected more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on this uh, episode, we were also going to talk about our thoughts about the boys, and then talk about Martian Manhunter and Guardians of the Galaxy. But I can tell right now, we're not going to do all that. So we just had a bit of a technical difficulty here, where we just spent about. 30, 45 minutes, maybe a little longer than that, talking about the boys and the fucking batteries in the recorder died. And this recorder is very fucking annoying. There's no audio cue to let you know that's going to happen. It just like flashes on the screen. But while we're very recording... Dimly, apparently. Yeah, when, while we're recording, the screen goes like uh, darkish. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. stay lit up the whole time. So like even if you glance down on that, you can easily miss that. It's like I miss it all the time. <laughs> so yeah, just fucking cut off on us. So... uh 
we're going to go ahead and we're going to be to continued on the boys. So we're going to talk about the boys at another date. We'll probably honestly do an entire episode on the boys very soon because there's a lot of content to talk about with that show. And that way we can get pretty in depth on it. And that'll probably be like a longer, like two hour show where we just talk about the boys the whole time. Yep. And then finally, the episode after that will be the comic episode where we'll do a live reading of Martian Manhunter. (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll probably do the comics next week. And then if there's not anything pressing, we'll probably, we might do the boys the week after that. But, you know, we say this kind of stuff all the time and do something different. So (laughs) don't hold us to it. (laughs) But anyways, we appreciate you tuning in and checking us out. If you've seen It Chapter 2, let us know your thoughts. If you are excited for the Disney Plus shows like like Obi-Wan coming out. And if you're excited for the Joker movie, let us know. It's like no reason not to be excited for Disney Plus because it's so damn cheap. Yeah, no kidding, right? If you think Steven is a bitch and an absolute idiot when it comes to Star Wars and Ray, please, please. I know I have plenty of you guys that agree with me. No, there's not a no. No one agrees. Don't be bitches. Please dislike this video if you agree with me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, appreciate you tuning in and checking us out. Make sure you tell all your friends about us. Share us on everything. Give us those reviews and five star ratings. And uh, yeah. We're the best podcast in the world, and you know it. Yep. Uh, go find us. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>